If you listen to the show for any amount of time, you know that I do have a merch store or two, and I don't generally push my merch because I don't feel comfortable hitting you guys up for money. But if you're listening to me on anything resembling a regular basis, you probably laugh at the same things I do. You probably think a lot of the same things I do. So why don't you go check out HorribleDesigns.com. They have assorted merchandise with funny comments on it, funny t-shirts, funny mouse pads, funny coffee cups, and then some stuff that maybe not necessarily so funny, but is definitely relevant, whether it's a social opinion, an economic opinion, a stance on you know things like veganism or whether or not you need essential oils in your life. So yeah, anyway, that's my little plug. I have some of their shirts. They're comfortable. They're cool. I like them. HorribleDesigns.com. Go check it out. Sometimes people have a story to tell. It could be a story of triumph or a story of sorrow. However, it's their story. It's important to keep their story authentic, in their own words, and delivered in a delicate way. That's where Unfiltered Discussions podcast comes in. I'm Brian Howard. I talk with my guests about tough subjects and pivotal moments. I'd love for you to hear their stories. Subscribe to Unfiltered Discussions on your favorite podcast platform. Let's ensure their stories are heard. The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. We're going to start out as we do now with the uh, quick shout out to the supporters. So Josh, Jake, B-Word, Iceman, Jason, Miss, Aaron, Mike, Tabby, and Javier. Thank you guys for the support. It really means a lot to me. I appreciate it. Uh, it's, you know, it, it just it's a helpful reminder that people actually want to hear what I have to say sometimes. All right, so now to get into it. So last week we talked about bricks and uh, assorted other things that are going on in the world here. And that's really still kind of been on my mind because, honestly, the situation hasn't gotten any better. If anything, the United States finds itself in a more precarious position than we were a week ago, which I know that may sound kind of hard to believe with all the utterly ridiculous bullshit that American media is focusing on at the moment, you know, not the things that are going on in the actual loss of global power and authority that we have had happen. And we have nobody to blame for this but ourselves because there's a certain degree of hubris and arrogance that the United States government has shown towards the rest of the world where they seem to think everybody's just going to keep doing what they say because they fucking said so. And I've said it before, I'll say it again, that's another side effect of having fucking dinosaurs in office. We've got these miserable old bastards that still think it's 1984 and we're still in the Cold War, Russia's still the big bad and... We're the, we're the forces for good, and the world's going to stand in line because everybody wants to be like us. However, these old senile bastards are completely out of touch. A lot of them are kept in power by these young, stupid bastards who vote for them because they re- tell them what they want to hear, and these kids are stupid enough to believe for it. So elections are becoming increasingly lopsided, regardless of whether or not you believe the possibility that there is election tampering, which 
Honestly, I think both sides are doing it. It's just, but that's a whole nother conversation. But the simple fact of the matter is the Gen Z assholes have been turning out in force, voting heavy left, keeping these old, worthless bastards in office because they're telling them what they want to hear and telling them how special they are and telling them how great they are. Meanwhile, if you look at things on a global stage, we are no longer leaders. We are not respected. We are not admired. We are not looked up to by and wide. And a lot of that has to do with a lot of our domestic bullshit that we can't get settled because fostering constant division and, and fighting with each other is way better for the people that are trying to maintain their power. And there has been a lot going on on the global stage that just kind of hammers this home to anybody that actually wants to take the time to pay attention. Unfortunately, in America today, that paying attention is not a real popular thing. I mean, if you're listening to me, you might, if this is your first episode, welcome aboard. Um, yeah, this is what you get. If you're a returning listener, thanks. And obviously my broad and sweeping generalizations might not apply to you because you're here listening to me. So at least you've got a little bit of open-mindedness to you, unless you're spite listening, in which case, uh, fuck you very much. Continue to spite listen because those still count towards my download numbers. Ha ha, ha ha ha, ha 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 balls. No. Um, <laughs> in all seriousness, though, when you're looking at things on a global stage right now, we're not, we're not, we're not the good guys anymore. Uh, the constant acts of aggression and proxy wars that are being fought by the United States government in multiple countries. Now, Ukraine is the big one that gets all the, the flag waving and all the public media coverage right now, but there are other conflicts that the U.S. is involved in around the globe, none of which make us look like the good guys on a, on a global scale. And uh, there was a recent leak of Pentagon documents that were leaked. And the Pentagon, of course, is saying, oh, well, those numbers have been photoshopped and blah, blah, blah. And the White House has come out and said, you know, you should not be giving these documents any attention. They should not be showing up on newspapers. The American people don't need to be seeing this stuff. And basically kind of validating the fact that they've been leaked and somehow they got out. And they show that the war in Ukraine is not going nearly the way that they're trying to portray it as going. Um, and furthermore, on a global scale, particularly, uh, BRICS has become a much bigger player in the game than the United States is because they're doing things on a global scale that we should be doing, but we're not because our, again, dinosaur politicians don't understand the way the world works, still have this delusion that everybody looks to them for some sort of admiration. Meanwhile, China's out there brokering peace in di between different countries in the Middle East, you know, something we used to do, or at least try to do. Yeah, China's doing that. China is meeting with the French president, which is, you know, Fra France is traditionally a U.S. ally, so that's slightly concerning, too, if they're going to start negotiating trade not using the U.S. dollar. It weakens our position even further. Uh, and China is theoretically, since they're in the, this BRICS alliance, it's starting to look like they're going to start leaning on Russia to draw the Ukraine conflict to a conclusion. And based on the leaked documents and other information that has been released by the Russians, basically showing that everything Vladimir Putin did leading up to the war in Ukraine was done following international law and international tribunals, which is not something the U.S. government really honored. And it has, if the information turns out to be valid and if the peace is actually brokered by the Chinese and the, and the, and the conflict comes to a conclusion, there's a very real possibility that this is going to have a lot of blowback for the U.S. So the new found Ukraine is going to blame United States for drawing out this conflict and for 
supporting things under a false narrative and all kinds of other potential problems. Meanwhile, here we're busy worrying about right and left politics, which are, like I've said it before, they're both wings on the same fucking turkey. All these politicians, anybody that's pushing a political agenda, pushing division, we've got, you know, activists for shit that realistically don't need to be pushing shit other than it's all selfishly motivated to drive conflict and division and keep the American population fucking disorganized. And we're all busy worrying about this shit instead of how our economy is going to fare on a global scale when our dollar is no longer backed by anything tangible, when we are no longer the accepted global standard for currency, we're no longer the reserve currency. I mean, and for all practical purposes, and again, I'm I'm sort of a generalist. When If you're new to the show, I always say there are a lot of people out there that know a lot better than I do about these things, and there are smarter people than I can point you to. If you reach out to me and ask for more information, I can tell you some other people you should go listen to, go read, go whatever. Um, I'm just here for the Cliff Notes version, really. <laughs> and, you know, the the there's people out there saying the U.S. dollar is already no longer the reserve currency, which is, you know, it's not the end of the world. It's not... And it, from based on what I can tell, it's not inaccurate either. Multiple countries are more than happy to use their own currency for their trade. And I don't know what people were expecting. We're just going to be this uncontested global superpower forever. But we can't handle our own affairs. We don't lead through inspiration. We're not something that people want to look up to and emulate anymore. And a lot of the countries that do look up to us and emulate our social bullshit here are also facing a lot of problems. So. The problem is we got distracted as a country and everything's about everybody's feelings and they're worried about, you know, being validated externally and all this. And there are so many issues and I've said it before. If you, I don't, I don't want to rehash everything over and over again because I constantly, a lot of these episodes, I feel like I'm talking in circles. I feel like I'm going over the same things over and over again because the same problems keep happening. The case, the world is not getting better. It's not, we're not making forward progress. We're spinning this. We're like a bunch of kids scattered around a mud hole, stirring it up with sticks, leaving it just as big of a mess when we left as what we started with, if not worse. And like I said, I, I, I can't any longer feel like this is accidental. This is a deliberate division being driven by the media, being driven by the politicians for their own aggrandizement, for their own benefit for their own positions of power and security, and so they can all line their pockets. That's always a factor, is who's getting paid. So while we're over here arguing about whether or not little kids need to be getting sexualized and whether or not you know men should be competing in women's sports because they identify as women and whether or not you know this group has a right or that group has a right, and I'm bringing up this the the trans issue specifically at this point because that is what is literally everywhere you look right now. It's a hotbed t- subject. It's extremely divisive, and it really shouldn't be. It should not be an issue. If you want to identify as something other than what you're born as, and you're an adult, you're well within your rights to do that. That does not, however, trump biology or science. And to pretend otherwise is 
ridiculous. And it's why the people who don't agree with that are pushing back so hard because you're expecting people to deny facts in favor of feelings. And that's just, that's, that's, that's not realistic. It's not functional. It's not normal. So no, men who transition to women and have the reassignment surgeries and take the hormones, you're not, you're not getting your period. You don't have a uterus. You don't have ovaries. You don't have a uterine lining to shed. You are not getting your period. So going on social media and making document documentaries about how you are getting your period is ridiculous. If you are a male athlete and you transition into a female, you should no longer be allowed to compete competitively because regardless of your feelings, regardless of the hormones, regardless of any of that stuff, you have an anatomical advantage in that situation because your mu- the, the construction of your muscle fibers is different. The hormonal composition of your blood and your body is different. It's not hateful to say these things just because they hurt somebody's feelings because they feel that somehow invalidates that they want to be something they were not born as. Like I said, if that's what makes you feel good and that's what makes you feel like you're living your most fulfilled life, rock and roll, that's great. It doesn't change the fact that you have an unfair physiological advantage. There's a reason why it's only being brought up, and I said this before, it's only being brought up as an issue with men transitioning and trying to compete in women's sports because by and wide, I mean, there's always exceptions. No rule is hard and fast, but by and wide, women do not have the physicality to compete on a male platform. So you're not going to hear about a woman that transitioned to being a man competing competitively and effectively in male-dominated, male biological male sports. It's, 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 it's physiology. It's not, is, it's not a, 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 an ism or a phobic. It's a fact. No matter how you feel about it, it doesn't change the fact that it's a fact. Now, if you, like I said, if you don't feel like you were born in the right body and you don't have, you, you and you want to go get a reassignment surgery or live as, a, live as something that other than your assigned at birth sex or however the hell they're referring to it these days, more power to you if you're an adult and if you're of the facility to make that a decision and you're in a mental state where you are capable of making that decision for yourself, rock and roll. Do I think this ideology needs to be forced on children? We're talking to children about all these sexual issues? No, they don't. And I've said this before, too, because kids don't have sexual identities. Children are not sexual beings, regardless of how much some people are trying to push the fucking matter. It's, it's unhealthy to be for, forcing these things onto a child. Kids don't know that they're born in the wrong body. They don't know what they want to be. Little kids dress up in, in, in clothes that don't, don't traditionally fit their gender roles all the time because they like the way they look or they like the way they feel. They like the material they're made out of. It has nothing to do with their sexuality or their orientation or their gender. It's just because little kids like what they like, and it's simple and it's pure, and people are trying to fuck that up. And I, I, I take a real issue with that. Like I said, I have no problem with gay people. I have no problem with trans people as long as they're adults. I don't think we should be transitioning children. Children should not be getting issued puberty blockers and having reassignment surgeries that effectively sterilize them because despite what a lot of the talking heads like to say, no, that shit's not reversible. 
It's really not. There's mountains of information saying that it's not. We don't possess the technology to do that right now. Just like they don't possess the technology to do womb transfer transfers or to build like actual functional sex organs that will work when they transition people. They're cosmetic. They help people adjust their mental status to feel like they're in the right body. But from a functional standpoint, they don't work. We can't transplant those organs yet. We don't possess the technology. And maybe someday we'll get there. Maybe someday it will be a possibility where these things can actually happen and you can genuinely convert your body to something it's not. But at the moment, we don't have that. And acknowledging that isn't phobic or fear-mongering or any of that other shit. It's a statement of fact. Now, in case you're wondering why I'm carrying on about this, it, it Like I said, this stuff is all, to me, it's all a distraction from the things we should be worrying about. None of this shit should matter to anybody. It shouldn't matter how a person feels. If they feel like they're in the wrong skin and they want to do something about it, that literally affects nobody else on the fucking planet. Until you're screaming that everyone else in the world has to acknowledge the way you feel as being right and valid and true. And if they say anything about it, that's that's not necessarily hatred and bigotry. Like I said, it's hatred is saying that someone should be destroyed for this. Hatred is saying that they should not be allowed to live their best life. And a lot of people that are getting called out as bigots and phobes and whatever else, they're not saying any of that shit. All they're saying is you can be whatever you want. Leave the fucking kids alone, which is my personal stance. I feel the exact same way about heteronormative motherfuckers that want to be talking to the little kids about sex. You got no fucking business doing that. That is between parents and children. That is not appropriate conversations for prepubescent individuals, regardless of what side of the fence you're fucking swinging on. I don't care. It's irrelevant. If you want to talk to little kids about sex, there's something fucking functionally wrong with you, and you need therapy. But I digress. The point is, on a global stage, the rest of the world sees us fighting about this dumb shit. They see the media pushing all this agenda, celebrity worship, and all the other dumb shit that goes on in this country that the people that are making real power moves on this planet, the ones that they formed an alliance deliberately to basically undermine U.S. position and sovereignty by attacking our currency, by attacking our influence on a world stage, they don't worry about any of that shit. They have their eye on the prize. They ha- they're, they're keeping their eye on the fucking ball. They are. They have a goal. They have a, a purpose. They want to establish their power, their wealth of their nation, the security of their nation, and they're going to do things on a global scale that will help foster that. Meanwhile, we're over here with rednecks getting pissed off because their imitation beer-flavored piss water put a can out with a trans social media influencer on it. Now, I, I actually, when all this started, I saw, I saw something... And I had this brilliant idea, and I was going to make a meme for it. And then, unfortunately, I saw something almost identical to what I was thinking that somebody else made, and somebody beat me to the punch. So I said, fuck it, because, you know, once is funny, once somebody else says it, you just look like you're copying them. But I had this thought when this whole thing came out and all these guys were coming out, you know, Kid Rock's fucking hillbilly I, I don't get me started on that fucking guy, but he's shooting up cans of Bud Light talking about, oh, here's something for you. And I'm like, dude, you don't have to agree with it. 
Drink the beer you already bought. At that point, you're being wasteful. If you went out and bought it specifically to make a point, Anheuser-Busch still got your money. And if it's beer that you happen to have, you just fucking waste it. Now, granted, Kid Rock's probably got enough money where he can afford to piss away some piss $13 a case piss water. But anyway, I digress. So that fuck that hillbilly. But anyway, point being, yeah, I, as far as Dylan Mulvaney goes, I'll, I'll address him shortly. But um. Yeah, that's, you know, ignorant bullshit. And they're all people going out making all these stupid gestures because they're pissed off about, you know, what this trans person got a can of Bud, Bud Light with their picture on it. And, oh, my God. Da, 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 da. Now, the, the idea I had for the meme I was going to make was you're, you're mad about who's on the can. You don't drink Bud Light because of who's on the can. I don't drink Bud Light because it's piss-flavored water. We are not the same. And then I saw somebody else beat me to it. So <laughs> it's not, it, 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 but it was funny to me when I thought it. I just didn't get around to making the meme in time because, you know, shit happens, life goes on. But yeah, that that's kind of the truth. You know, I, I could care less who Bud Light put on a fucking can. And basically, okay, so they made some special cans. It's not like they're selling them like that. And, you know, lots of the alcohol companies have done the whole pride cans and pride bottles and pride labels, and I don't give a fuck. That stuff doesn't bother me at all. Like I said, I don't drink Bud Light because it's fucking piss, but that's that's just a personal thing. That's me personally. I haven't had a Budweiser product in probably 25 years because the shit, the first, when I was a kid and like when we were all stupid kids and we'd drink whatever happened to be handy because it, we were kids and we were stupid, yeah, I might have had some Budweiser's and some Anheuser's and shit like that, but this stuff always gave me a headache, and it never tasted all that great. So I don't understand who all these people that are bent out of shape because, ooh, they got some cans with their picture on it. Who gives a fuck, really? I mean, that's being utterly ridiculous. Now, when it comes to Dylan in particular, I talked about him a couple episodes ago, and I am no longer using the preferred pronouns because I am, at this point, 110% convinced it's a grift. It's got to be. Because the whole, you know, documenting X number of days of girlhood, blah, 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 that, it seemed pretty disingenuous to me. But the more attention this clown gets and the more, like, they are throwing sponsorship deals at this guy, it raises their, like, woke credit score or whatever the fuck it is that these advertising companies are saying, like, oh, well, these are the people you need to cater to. So this is somebody who's hot and has all these followers and like the controversy is built in advertising. I don't think it's a good way to go about advertising, but controversy sells products. It really does. But the more I've like, initially I was peripherally aware of this individual, but in the last week or so, it's really gotten shoved to the forefront. And it's the more I've seen, the less I fucking buy it. Like when I, I had seen a few of the TikToks of day, so and so day 200 of being a girl and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, whatever. If you're happy, I don't fucking care. And I said it earlier where Dylan was saying, oh, well, how come nobody's sliding into my DMs? Look at me and blah, 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 blah. And I said, this this clown is a fucking narcissist. But now the sponsorship deals are rolling in. And now it's it's about the money. And it's gone from like 5 to fucking 11 where the the – the behavior, this it's I, like I said, it's got to be a grift or a, it's or a huge troll. I don't believe it's a genuine like I feel like I was born in the wrong body because like there's been a lot of factors. Surf, stuff has surfaced from before Dylan decided to be transitioned 
which uh, I might add is not like a full medical transition. It's just wearing skirts and carrying on in a, I can't say a feminine demeanor because I have a mother and sisters and a wife and female cousins, and I know a lot of women. I don't know fucking anybody that acts like this that is an actual authentic woman, including a couple male-to-female transitioners who did it because they felt like they were in the wrong body, got top surgery. I don't know about bottom. I never asked, but I know um, they changed their physical appearance to the point where it's like, yo, what up, bro? They didn't act like that. I know they just acted like themselves and and more. I mean, maybe a little more feminine and looked a little more feminine and got some, you know, some cheek work done or some lipo or whatever. But not the just like over the top, ridiculous, almost stereotypical behavior. It's like it's like every negative or stereotypical thing that could be said about a woman is exactly how this clown is behaving and now has sponsorship deals. Like I think the Bud Light thing was actually just like a, Hey, you're an influencer. Here's some cans. And then Dylan made a couple of TikToks like showing off these cans that he got with his face on them. And Ooh, look at me. I don't know if that was an actual sponsorship or deal or not. Cause like I said, I don't see them anywhere in the stores. It's not like there's a bunch of product rolling off the shelves. Nobody has bought one of these fucking cans and been like, oh, look. I mean, yeah, there's been plenty of people talking about, oh, well, Bud Light's gay and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, like I said, who, who fucking cares? If you like that swill, drink the swill. You're not Who you are is not going to change fundamentally because the company decided to acknowledge the existence of people that live a different lifestyle than you. But when it goes to, like, Dylan and Dylan's sponsorships, Dylan is getting a lot of sponsorships for w- products targeted towards women. Tampax, uh, something literally no need for. because, And I say no need for because I'm pretty sure the, the, now as a, a sport spokesperson for Nike, Nike Athletic, Nike Sports Bras. Now, I need a sports bra more than Dylan needs a sports bra. Dylan is a scrawny, scrawny individual. And did a shoot with a Nike sports bra and some gray yoga pants. And I'm pretty sure you could still tell Dylan was packing, so no reassignment surgery there. So what you got is a super skinny dude in a sports bra and yoga pants hopping around and acting like the most stereotypical bimbo you could find. And people aren't offended. People are acting like this is some amazing accomplishment. And then predictably, you get the knee-jerk reaction from the other side. It's like, oh, my God, this is so horrible, and this is blah, blah, blah. So you've got all these people focused on all this bullshit that realistically, at the end of the day, shouldn't matter to a single one of us. It shouldn't matter if these people are hiring sponsors and paying people to talk about their products and you don't agree with it, don't buy them. You don't have to go out and draw all this attention to your posturing and your bullshit because you're pissed off and you think it's wrong and you want the world to know it's wrong. Now, I understand. It's pretty much exactly what I'm doing here is talking about how I think something that's going on is wrong, but you chose to come listen to my show where I choose to vent. So, you know, it is what it is. But ultimately, like I said, Dylan, I initially thought just my problem with Dylan was just... Dylan was a complete narcissist. No, now, like I said, the more I look at it, the more it seems like it's it's a scam. It's a con. It's a long, long con kind of thing. And the people Dylan's associating with, you know, are not necessarily 
good individuals. So I don't understand the mentality behind these huge corporations, you know, throwing their lot in with an individual who may wind up being on the wrong side of history, not because of like, you know, being trans or anything like that. But if it does come out that this is all a grift or a con and more importantly, if like some of those associations and acquaintances actually come out to be the horrible child grooming fucks that everybody's kind of saying they are, there's going to be a lot of blowback. And when it, when it comes to kids in particular, people are way less forgiving. There's if, if this comes out and I mean, it's a huge risk for these companies to take to, uh, I mean, if, if there are plenty of trans people out there that are perfectly respectable individuals that live normal lives, not living like this ridiculous stereotype of what they think the opposite gender of what they were born should be. They're out there living like normal human fucking beings because that's all they are. Because they're not doing it for attention. They're not. They're not doing it out of some narcissistic need for validation and attention that is comes at the expense of the dignity of an entire group of people who like legitimately have this situation in their life that they just want to be live live their lives and be left alone. They don't want to be treated like they're special for feeling like they were born in the wrong body. They don't want to be treated like they're special and made famous and everyone has to look at them and then think they need to be adored because they just did what they had to do to feel proper and how they were. They just want to live their lives and be happy and there's nothing fucking wrong with that. The problem is you get people like this who drum up all kinds of resentment and hate because they want to be adored and be treated like they're special because of this. And that that is when that's your only only redeeming character trait you have, when that's your entire personality is built around being just over the top and ridiculous. It, it people don't like that shit. It's not there's no unification behind that. There's no understanding being fostered by these kinds of things. It is literally some of the most divisive shit you can get behind. And I think there's a lot more issues behind this than just the fact that you're fostering kind of a, a resentment by trying to create this protected class. But there is so much more going on around here that is problematic that all ties back into the same bullshit. And when you have situations like this where there's something that is a divisive issue, there's a way to handle it. No, there's a way not to handle it. Now, me personally, again, if you're new here, this may be a weird one for you to come in on. If you're a longtime listener, you know where my general stance is. I really don't care. I don't give a shit about anything that doesn't directly impact my life. If it makes you happy and you're not hurting anybody, I say rock and roll. Fucking go for broke. Do you. Live your best life. Be happy. Be healthy. Be content. As long as you're not hurting anybody else, you deserve that. Everybody deserves to be happy and to live their best life. As long as that that doesn't come at the expense of another human being. Now, that being said, the blowback from this is when you put people that are over the top and brazen and harsh and grating like this, and you put them out as your spokespersons, your forefront, your your leaderboard, and you do get the people who don't agree with it and decide to become extremely vocal about it and push back every bit as hard as you're pushing this person out front, it creates a lot of tension and a lot of problems. And that's going to bring me to the next thing I want to talk about is 
there was a shooting. Yeah, of course there was. And uh, without going into the whole gun debate thing, uh, but another school got shot up. The shooter was a uh, female to male transitioned individual, apparently left a manifesto behind. We touched on this briefly, or at least I think I did. I, I, I'll be honest, I'm... Maybe I'm getting old. Maybe there's just too much other shit going on, but it does kind of run together, and I forget what I what I talked about and what I didn't sometimes. But I'm not the leader of the free world, so it's not a problem when I forget shit. But anyway, I digress. Back to the point. We have an uptick in like trans and gender non-conforming individuals. There's been an uptick in violence being committed by these people recently, and the more conservative individuals are trying to just point at how, well, this is because of generosity and da, 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 da. And it's like, that's every bit as much of a shitty thing to, to say as the people that want to blame it on all the, because a lot of the more quote unquote liberal side, people are saying, well, this is happening because they're being, they're not being acknowledged and validated and, 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 and respected by the, all the conservative community. So, you know, like a lot of finger pointing, a lot of blame throwing, but not a lot of actual conversation about the, the the underlying issues and the problem behind it. So we have this like societal resentment built up towards these people. We have all kinds of media telling them that this is how you should be and that's how you should be. And we've got politicians saying, oh, well, we're going to conform for this. And we have media personalities and social media influencers saying things like, oh, well, your parents don't understand you, but that's okay. You can come here. We'll shelter you. But they're not really addressing the individuals. They're, they're chest thumping for a cause instead of trying to provide guidance and care and mental health care. I mean, gender dysphoria is a real thing. And I, I really, I don't mean to make this whole issue about the trans thing, but it's being pushed to the forefront and, it is a huge divisionist thing in our society right now. And it's unfortunate that that's the case because like I said, for the people who legitimately are adults and are of a mental state to say, I need to be something other than what I am. Like I said, more power to you. And I think if that's the care you need to feel you're living your best life, you deserve it and you should be able to get it. Do I think every 16 year old that thinks they're in the wrong body should be going out and getting put on hormone blockers and getting hormone replacement therapy. No, you're 16. It's a confusing fucking time. Your body's a chemical soup. You're fucking all over the place. We need people that can talk to these kids and guide them through these complicated times. We need to understand that just because maybe you're one gender and you're attracted to somebody else that's your own gender, maybe you're just gay. Maybe you're not. It's not that you're in the wrong body. Maybe you're just a tom girl or a tomboy or... Because I don't know what I say, Tom girl. Because I don't a guy that likes to wear dresses. I I mean, it's it is what it is. I I mean, personally, I I like rocking a kilt. Does that make me any less of a straight guy? No, it really doesn't. It's it's I don't see why any of that shit is really gender assigned. You like dresses, great, wear dresses. If you like, you know, a flowy frock, wear a flowy frock. If you like jeans and t-shirts, wear jeans and t-shirts. I don't care what bitch you're working with. You do you. Be comfortable. Rock and roll. Clothing and shit like that. I don't understand why we have gender roles assigned to any of that shit. That's just fucked up to begin with. That's a whole other soapbox to get off on maybe another day. But ultimately, like I said, I, I, I feel terrible for these young people that are 
getting fed so many like mixed messages and being amped up by this community that should be supportive and inclusive because you know they went through it already. They went through the trauma. They went through all the bullshit. And you you would think they would want to ease the the situation for people and try and foster a nurturing and healthy environment to say, well, maybe this is the case. Let's talk about it. Let's 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 see where you're at. Let's get things figured out. Instead of telling them that they are under assault and people want them destroyed and people don't want to validate their existence. And that's what is coming out of a lot of the fucking media these days is anybody that's not ultra gung ho, like, yes, you should be. Uh, I, I'm so frustrated. It's trying to trying to put this in such a way as to make my point without sounding like I'm harping on one side or the other. I'm harping on both fucking sides here. If you're leaning more conservative and you've got a problem with gender transition people for, say, religious reasons or your personal moral reasons, that's fine. You don't have to transition. You don't have to treat them any differently than any fucking buddy else. We're all just people. It's 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 really, it's not a complicated issue. I don't understand why we have to make it so much more of a problem than it is. On the other hand, why are we not holding the people who are drumming this shit up and making it into this ridiculousness more accountable than we actually are? Why is it that people are out here screaming that there's like trans genocide and all this other shit because they're not, it's not that they're being treated unfairly. It's they're not getting special treatment. They're not being treated as a protected class. And that's not the same thing as genocide, regardless of how many times the talking heads and the social media influencers want to say differently. They're not being actively destroyed. And, you know, this may be my Gen X showing, but I remember when I was a kid and there were like legitimate hate crimes where People were being killed just for being gay. They weren't being killed nicely either. They were getting beaten to death, hung from trees, sodomized to death by quote-unquote straight guys who had a problem with the gay kid. There were actively deliberate acts of violence targeting people for being non-heteronormative. This was going on as recently as the early 90s, early to mid-90s. It was happening. The current climate in America is nowhere near that hateful or damaging, but we've got social media out here, news outlets out here acting like, and God, every, every politician that's trying to get that angry left vote of there's a they don't want you to exist. They're trying to destroy you. No, nobody's out. Comparatively, it is so much easier now than it was two decades ago, three decades ago. The, the struggle that the forerunners to the current community fought and had to deal with just to be accepted and be, be allowed to live their lives. And they made huge leaps and bounds and strides forward because they didn't do it like this. They weren't out here screaming about treat me special because I'm different. They said, treat me the same as every fucking buddy else. And that's how they got acceptance. That's how they moved the bar. That's how they made things better for people in similar circumstances to themselves. And that's what people have forgotten how to do at this point. And they push and scream and shout and bemoan their situations. And meanwhile, the rest of the world is 
focused on business, is focused on finances, is focused on maintaining power structure, maintaining their bases. And honestly, they're, they're going to win. I mean, we, we are, as much as I hate to say it, we are currently in the phase of America as an empire on the decline. There are ways back from it. We could still pull out of the fucking nosedive that this country is stuck in. It's not going to happen with any of the currently elected officials in office because they don't have the right mentality. They don't have the right mindset. They don't see things beyond their own myopic visions of how the world fucking works, and they're wrong, and those visions are no longer accurate, and that's why we're going to lose. That's why America's going to fall. America's no longer going to be the world's superpower. I mean, realistically, from a practical standpoint, at this point, we're not. They haven't gotten the message in, in D.C. yet, apparently, but we're, realistically, we're not. Otherwise, people wouldn't be falling over themselves to join BRICS. They wouldn't be so eager to say, yeah, you know what? You're right. We don't need to use the dollar as the, as the world currency anymore. This is bullshit. Let's trade in, in real things. Let's trade in tangible things. Yeah, you, you, you want to pay for your oil, oil in yuan? Yeah, pay in yuan. You want to pay for your oil in gold? Yeah, pay in gold. No problem. Even better. I mean, I, I keep talking about how we need to do better. We need to be better, and we do. And that's the only way we're going to put the brakes on this is stop listening to the mass media outlets. Stop listening to all the assholes that are out there pushing this divisionist bullshit and just dial it back. Let everybody live their lives. Leave the fucking kids alone. I, don't, I, I shouldn't have to say that one at this point anymore, but yes, leave the fucking kids alone. Let, let kids be kids. Focus on adult shit. Don't worry about what they're doing. Make sure they're not hurting themselves. Make sure they're not playing in, in fucking toxic waste. Make sure they're not playing in traffic. Teach them to grow up. Be sure of who they are. Love everybody. Treat people decently. Treat people the way you want to be treated. It's not a, or not a really fucking hard concept. It's been around as long as people have been around. Most of us aren't real good at actually doing it, but it's a nice thought. Do unto others before they do unto you. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That other thing's kind of a spiteful way of looking at things. It's wrong. The, the right idea is you treat people the way you want to be treated, and hopefully they reciprocate. Lead by example. Be good people. It shouldn't be this fucking complicated. You don't have to be some over-the-top caricature of a human being to have an impact on people. If anything... Yeah, the loud, flashy, noisy stuff, it's, it's, it has short attention span holding. Long-term change, long-term effect comes from examples and proof and leading by example. So be good. Be better. Be better than all this bullshit. Try, try and keep our heads together. Maybe it'll start spreading. Maybe people will get back to having pulling their heads out of their ass. Maybe we can start getting some people in office that actually understand we need to fix shit at home if we are going to be able to continue to play on a global stage. We need to pull back, and this this without getting, I mean, I'm already all over the place and very political and ranty at this point, uh, but we don't need to be fighting wars in a bunch of other countries. We don't need to be having military operations and military bases all over the, all over the planet right now. The, the, the world will keep spinning without our interference. We need to tend to our own fences, tend to our own gardens, we need to fix shit here before we start worrying about trying to fix the fucking world to some ideal we can't even achieve ourselves anymore. 
And that's that's really what it's about. And more importantly, the rest of the world doesn't want us to fucking do it any more than we should be doing it. They don't want us over there telling them how to live their lives. They don't want us forcing our beliefs on them. And if you look at the way the aspiring superpowers are handling their affairs, they get that. They're not they're not out there trying to spread communist doctrine all around the globe. They're just out there saying, look, we're successful. We can make you successful. We can bring you up to our level. We can, if we all work together, we can be, we can all benefit. Whereas our current approach appears to be, you're going to do this because we said so, because we're fucking America. I mean, we were the greatest country on the planet briefly. We could be there again if we would just get our shit together. So I guess for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode, guys. If you liked what you heard, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating. Go to IHadToSayItPodcast.com, sign up for the mailing list, interact with the show. Click the links, sign up for the Patreon, join the Discord, come and interact, be a part of the show, buy the merch, support your favorite creator, or support me. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Till next time.